up? What up? I'm Samantha. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rosa. And we're Spill the Cheese Net Podcast, and we're back in the stew, putting out this special ep for you. <laughs> okay. I some she got bars. <laughs> Dude, she I'm got so bars. hungry. <laughs> no, we have a very special episode. We're going to be diving in to our one-year celebration. We are officially one years old. We were one on January 31st. Yes. It, it's crazy. We celebrated it. Yeah. The Saturday, past Saturday. Yes. It was it, so fun. Oh, man. Yeah. So um, we went out this Saturday and celebrated <laughs> like it was our first birthday. We were. <laughs> it was our first birthday. Like our we 21st birthday. Yeah. More like it was our 21st birthday. One year. Right. was 20. It was fun. I had so much fun. <laughs> Your first birthday. We smashed a cake. <laughs> yeah. We had a cake smashing photo session. Ooh, that'd be fun. Um, but no, it was really fun going out with our friends and celebrating and just having them there to support us. It felt really yeah, good. It did. Mm-hmm. And it was just like wild ass night. It was very random. We were like all we over were the everywhere. We were everywhere. Uptown, everywhere. Henderson, Debellum. Checked it off. We checked them off. <laughs> it was fun though. It was so fun. And I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Me and too. Definitely. Showing us love. Yeah. People I haven't seen in a while. I know. I was like, whoa. I'm so full of love today. I know. It was just good (laughs) times. I'm so loved. Yeah. Lots of love. Lots of positivity. Lots of crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of shots. (laughs) Oh, God. I somehow only got away with getting having one shot that night. I think I had two. Um, at least one at your place, and then oh, we took one later on. So I didn't even count that oh, one. I, had three. I guess we only had two. I guess. Okay, I had two. Yeah, I had three. But we had a lot of drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should have stopped. <laughs> I woke up. stopped at Sam's house. I had like a different liquor each time I had it. No. something so oh, terrible. That actually makes a lot of sense now. I was switching <laughs> between whiskey and vodka. I had oh, yeah. I had whiskey all night. Well, minus the tequila shot at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. I don't even... I had a drink at Parliament. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that was. Like, Dude. It was some Brazilian drink. Rosa was drink. so it little. It was so good, <laughs> though. Drink? But I don't even know what type of liquor that was. I am Katie. She's like, Rosa's already drunk. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Rosa, you're like, I don't know what I just drank, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Parliament was so fun, like... Mm-hmm. Usually hate uptown, but mm-hmm. shout out the parliament. Like just good drinks. It's kind of off the yeah. off the grid. So yeah, off of like where the twenty one year olds hang busy, out. Though. Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. crazy packed, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yes, I want to go back. Um, so it is Monday. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday happened yesterday. We have a lot to talk about. A lot. Um, and it's also at midnight. It's the Lunar New Year, aka Chinese <gasps> New Year. The year of the pig. Year honey. of the pig. Also at midnight. Thriving. Also at midnight. <laughs> First, more it's important. Rose's birthday. <laughs> I like before the Chinese New Year. February fifth. Crazy things happening that your birthday is on Lunar New Year. <gasps> it's very cosmic. Yeah. Right now. It's all happening. You might gain powers. <laughs> I hope Whoa, so. Whoa! What if this is my year? Dude, it, it is. Be. I wake up tomorrow and year all of a sudden I Rosa. can just look at something and be like, <laughs> money. You wake up to power. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I hope that happens. That was always my dream. Like 13th year, he got to be a mermaid. Oh, yes. You know, wish upon a star. Teen witch. She had to be a fucking witch. Okay, the movie on Disney where he would get powers. 
at a certain age. There, his family was superheroes. Oh, yes. but he didn't Sky get them. high. Yeah. Oh, that's no. a movie. That that's a Disney movie. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> it is a movie. Anyways, but they were superheroes. <laughs> Maybe Rose will wake up <laughs> like a Disney movie tomorrow. We don't know. You have What's to stick around. What if you get a power Hopefully to like <laughs> slightly move something? A centimeter. <laughs> Dude, that would still be lit. You can only move what, it. it once. That would still be lit. But if though. I can use it multiple times, and eventually oh, I can yeah. move it. No, nope. you can only use it <laughs> once. On an, an hour. An hour. You don't make the rule. <laughs> Energy out there makes the rule. Okay. Okay, you can move something one centimeter okay, as Lunar much as you want. To move it one centimeter, it takes a full hour. <laughs> have to wait an hour to do it that I would hate, like be my life hate you if you make the rules <laughs> why this is all hypothetical <laughs> i'm still hungover um but we have so much to get into we're still gonna hit up these crazy stories Ari. some sad stories yeah. ariana grande has a tattoo about a small barbecue <laughs> i really don't know what's going on but let's just go ahead and mm-hmm. spell the cheese afterwards Okay, so we have to start off with some sad news. So this past week, Empire star Jesse Smollett was attacked in an alleged hate crime. If you don't know who that is, he is an openly gay actor and singer, and he also portrays a gay singer on the mm-hmm. show Empire, and that's what his whole storyline mm-hmm. is, is his father not accepting him, him being fearful of coming out. So he like is this huge gay icon yeah he was attacked he was beaten he had a substance poured on him and a noose was tied around his neck or a rope he stated a noose but it either way like yeah it was all quick so um he went to the cops and reported all of this and then he went to the hospital it was first reported that he was hospitalized Mm -hmm. um like he was just left there yeah to die basically But last night he had a show in L.A. and he just cleared up some of the allegations and he stated that, you know, he took himself to the hospital. He didn't have broken ribs. They are bruised, though. And um, he was cleared to perform at that show. But of course, they said, take it easy. But he said that it was important for him to show up there to show Mm -hmm. that he was fighting back. And he also said that he did fight back against these guys. Good during this hate crime and yeah they were saying racial and homophobic slurs at him the whole time how are you that miserable i don't know like why is that still happening in 2018 exactly it's just like grow up dude and they think how are you that hateful how are you that hateful they just because trump is president i know and that's what he stated he was just like this rhetoric that's out there is so powerful and Mm -hmm. evil that stuff like this is just gonna happen and like this is the new we're going back to the 50s Mm -hmm. basically it's just encouragement for these people it makes it okay yeah they're like don't have to be in hiding anymore like no bitch go back in hiding also i just feel like it's because they're so upset with something in their own life exactly yeah you have to be miserable i mean i know people there's people that probably are just so hateful and whatever but i feel like there's always an underlying reason right. not just that you're hateful but oh yeah something is wrong yes like why do you feel so attacked by this guy just living his authentic self mm-hmm. why is that attacking you exactly self? exactly Ooh, but shout out to him for bouncing back yeah. and going out there and putting on his show the show's been 
scheduled for a long time, he stated, and he just wanted to show that he was they weren't going to win. Yeah. And he said, like, love, it all starts with love and stuff like that. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Well, this is more on the su- shocking side. Super have, shocking. Yeah. yeah. No one expected it. 21 Savage was arrested by ICE for deportation. Everyone thought he was an Atlanta native. Yeah. He overstayed his visa. And so after coming to the United States from Dominica, which is a commonwealth of the UK. Mm -hmm. So people were really shook by that. Like, he's from the UK. Yeah. No clue. But, yeah. So, I mean, everyone's, you know, showing their support other than... Tommy Laren, oh my god, the white witch of them all, (laughs) who thought she was being funny by tweeting out, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight ICE agents ready to deport you. Oh, like, no, you cannot use those lyrics. She's such a piece of shit. I hate her. But then Cardi B came back and she was like, do I need to get my leash? Or like, yes, don't make please. me get my leash. Please, Cardi. Yes. But go get it's it. It's time. Go get it's it, Cardi. Time. Yes, it is time. Not only that, but also Demi Lovato took to Twitter and said, so far, 21 Savage memes have been my favorite part of the Super Bowl. Why? Which why? Wale then rebuttaled, why is someone, somebody freedom funny? I don't get the joke. Yeah. Like, this is what made me mad is everyone was just making a joke about it yeah and i was like dude his whole life is here yeah yes and you're just making a joke about him his whole life being turned upside down yeah Yeah. you're memeing his like tragedy yes exactly yeah and i and i don't really like how she replied either she was just like wale just salty i never applied to his desperate tweets years ago seriously like no apologize for what you said seriously like that was like white tina at its finest exactly and then wale was like still ain't gonna disrespect you still praying for you um glad you seen my old tweet why did she feel the need to even say that that? wasn't necessary none of it was yeah everyone's just making a meme out of this because of the pure fact that they didn't realize he was from the uk it's so that's not funny it isn't funny like what if i was from the uk and i got deported would y'all be like oh that's funny right no life is your whole life here is gone now he'll never like if he truly is deported like if this is all gonna play out the way it's they're stating it's playing out Mm -hmm. he's not gonna be able to visit the united states like he can't just come back over here after he's living in the uk that's not how it fucking works people are so people just suck for this whole situation making a meme out of it prayers to whoever was like profiting off of him but not making sure he was taken care of is fucked up that's true because they have to have known he was here on visa right like where's his management that's yeah that's so like who's yeah and then also fuck people who weren't having his back yeah yeah and everybody and everyone making fun of him that's not okay at all to more surprising news so we all knew that takashi 69 was on trial Mm -hmm. and it came out this past weekend that he's pleading guilty and is agreeing to cooperate with the feds so is he gonna be a snitch yeah, he's going <gasps> to snitch. He's pleading guilty to nine <laughs> counts. Multiple counts of racketeering, conspiracy, firearm offenses, drug trafficking. Turns out that he was a part of the Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods, which is oh. a gang in New York. 
And he stated that he helped in a scenario where they went to shoot a rival gang. And he's cooperating with the feds, which is scary because that puts a target on his, his back, back. yeah, And his family's back. Mm-hmm. And since Damn. he's such a public figure... All the details are gonna. All the details that can leak out will leak out of well, this well, case. Well, maybe people should learn and not be running their mouth so much. Exactly. In public, like he did. Exactly. Like saying he's the king of New York and like straight up saying he's in gang and doing all this shit. And too. saying that he's gonna go like shoot up. Oh, who did he have beef with? No, it was another rapper. Rapper, but I forget who. I don't even know. Like he wasn't really trying hard to cover yeah, his tracks. Not and at all. He did state that you know he wanted to get street cred with this gang and that's why he felt it was necessary to go and help them and assist them with these illegal acts so we'll see i mean the lowest he can get is 20 years if he's helping the feds Mm -hmm. maximum lifetime sentence for these charges but like and this is federal offenses yeah Yeah. this isn't some like he's gonna go to a state jail like he's this fool's gonna be in prison but I'm assuming he's going to get a really good deal if it's this early in his trial and he's already agreeing. Yeah, they're probably going to have plea like bargain. some protection for him. Yeah. Because he does scary. have a kid. That's scary. It's shit. very scary. Um, I didn't realize it went this that deep. deep I thought it, I honestly did think it was all talk with him. Me, Me too. too. Me he too. just didn't seem like he just kind of seemed like he was blocked. Because yeah. he seems like a troll. Yeah. yeah. Like no, he's just trolling he was serious. people. But we'll see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, he put himself in this situation. It sucks. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, in case you missed it, Ariana Grande got a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so painful that she couldn't last through the whole thing. And it ended up saying small charcoal grill or, like, barbecue. Japanese, Japanese barbecue. I don't know. I've heard several yeah, things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they said. First, they were like, it's Japanese barbecue grill. And then yeah. it turns out it's like a tiny, it's Japanese for like tiny barbecue grill. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> tiny grill. Tiny I know, but sorry. why? Yeah. Just Ariana, stop. Please yeah. stop. So she ended up fixing it. Um, but she actually did end up getting a $1.5 million offer <laughs> from Laser Away to get it removed. <laughs> wow. And Ariana was like, how about I give y'all a million dollars to get off these nuts? Oh my god! Like How about you get it removed, you dumb bitch? Yeah. <laughs> why did she have to do First this? First off, it's literally on the palm of her hand, which I can't see that lasting very no, long. No, it's gonna fade. Just That's okay. Not the first place I would think. To what get is away. happening with Ariana? I seriously I don't. Yeah, I don't have get been it. Wondering. She drops Imagine. It's while. the most amazing song. Imagine. After and that song, I was like, what's she, happening? Like, what happened? I don't know. What did she start doing? I don't know, but she is starting to annoy me. I still love her. I I recent, I had to stop listening to her for a minute, mm-hmm. but I revisited her latest album, and I was like, this is the Ari I love. I just she listened just to the good, the good songs. And Imagine is so fucking mm-hmm. good. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully composed. Mm-hmm. She just needs to take some time off because she's been putting out yes, song after song dude. and promoting and promoting and promoting. And she's about to have a new album. Yeah. Yes. I I'm like, just to chill. Like chill. Just take a breather. Chill now. Take a nice vacation. She's always talked about how she's just had multiple songs mm-hmm. on the back burner. Like, let's just chill out. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's not get tattoos in different languages that we are not we don't know. Yeah, and aren't accustomed that's to. Really, that's rule one. Also, that's like just common rule. One. Yes, and when you're a celebrity, especially someone who was just being called out for being problematic, and if you're gonna get a tattoo in a different language, why wouldn't you quadruple check that shit? Yeah. Like, exactly. even me, myself, if I were, for some reason, I would never do that. But if I were to do that, I would have checked it a million Everywhere. times. Yes. I could. Poor. If it's not your native language, be very, very sure. Yes, definitely. I just was, when I, mean, I saw her post it, I was like, There's people who still get it wrong in their native yeah. language. That's yeah. true. That That's is true. true. It's just like, but just be careful on. with tattoos. Yeah, definitely. Because they are permanent. Yeah. You can get them removed, but they're still kind of thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like own up to, I mean, she did own up to it, which I always like, I've always loved that about Ariana. She's just like very open and it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Like I fucked up, but don't try to fix it. Just leave it. <laughs> just leave <laughs> the damn thing. <laughs> Learn from it. Move on. Well, y'all, we are about to go deep dive into what happened yesterday. I gotta get my notes for this shit. Um, so if you weren't watching, good job. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> it was a Super Bowl Sunday. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? The Super Bowl's today. Right. But I get a feeling whenever it's the Patriots, no one cares. No. It was it's so annoying to see their fans, like, freaking out. And I was like, you have mm-hmm. five very recent Super Bowls to yeah. go back to, like, to cry into. Not only was this the most boring Super Bowl yes, in terrible. history. This was also the lowest scoring Super Bowl game in history uh-huh. with a combined 16 points from both teams. Um, <laughs> also the first Super Bowl without a touchdown through the first three quarters. There's only four quarters. <laughs> so One touchdown in a Super Bowl game. They won what with one touchdown world? and a field goal. Really just was like, what is this game? It was terrible. This is why I don't like defensive games. Even Tony Romo was like, this is hard to watch. Wow. He literally said this is hard to watch. Poor Tony Romo. He probably um, predicted that. It was going to be hard to watch. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the game itself wasn't that great. Patriots get their sixth fucking Super Bowl. Tom Brady has six rings now. I hate him. He officially (laughs) needs two hands to put all his rings on. He himself has six rings. Like one person. Yeah. That's equivalent to Michael Jordan. That's not even right. I know. Just stop. Just stop. I, I know. need him to retire. Why? Just, just no. And the Rams proved that the Saints should have been there, not them. Mm-hmm. The Rams were terrible. I was like, who are y'all? That defense was beautiful. And how do you not come out with your offense and do one, like, just be average? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. It was so terrible. Mm-hmm. There was memes of Jared Goff because it was like drive down 50 yards just to throw a pick. Oh my God, that pick. Like, that was my heart. Me too. Because I I had had so much hope, but it was like you just saw it. Dude, Jared. As he was throwing it. Yeah, I was like, this is terrible. Jared Goff's only 24 years old. Yeah, he he saw his time. Yeah. Um, As long as Tom Brady isn't there in another 17 years. I feel like he was distracted. Yeah, definitely. For a 24 year old to handle. There's no way. All right. So let's talk about what people mainly watch for, and that's commercials. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this year, it was kind of weak. I wasn't everything feeling was it. Weak. Yeah, everything was <laughs> weak. But I do want to <laughs> highlight some commercials that I found were the best. Of course, number one was the NFL 100 ad. Yes. I was in football heaven beach. <laughs> yeah. So it starts off with 
of course Marshawn Lynch is trying to like, get a piece of cake, like sneak a piece <laughs> of cake. I thought that was perfect for yes. him. I love him. Um, yeah, and then that. he accidentally hits the topper, cake topper off, which is a football. And so they all fumble and they all go for it. And then you see like Joe Man, Joe Man, I was going to say Mantiana, like going water. <laughs> Joe Montana. I say Joe Montana. <laughs> so Joe Montana has the ball and throws it to Jerry Rice. Michael Irving's in there. Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders, Drew Brees. And as much as we don't like Tom Brady, it was iconic as hell when Tom turns to Baker Mayfield and mm-hmm. says, "Hold these for me," and gives him his five Super Bowl rings. I was like, he, "Baker, you're gonna get one. You gonna get um, one." I need Baker to have one. I know. Everyone was like, "He's passing the torch to Baker." Oh yes, my god, he was, and I think he is. Um, and then they pay the respects to the Immaculate Reception. And Sam realized it at the, when it first premiered, but I didn't. But Ninja was in there. I was like, that was Ninja at the beginning. And I was Lauren like, was like, no, this is like football greats. So I was like, it's Ninja. I was like, that's how great the commercial was. Ninja didn't even ruin my day being <laughs> compared to all these greatest athletes. Yeah, to I, ever was, <laughs> I was surprised that it didn't ruin it for you. I was like, um, that was Ninja there was also, at the end, this girl caught the ball, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, who is that? And ends up being, like, this super badass 15-year-old girl, Samantha Gordon. Okay, so yeah. you <laughs> first heard about her back in 2012 because her dad posted highlights of her. Oh, she's I a were, running back, oh, okay. and she's on an all-boys tackle I football squad, yeah, 12 years I old. That. And she was just, like, freaking winning and, like, running over these dudes mm-hmm. um she also founded the utah girls tackle football league yes. which yes. is the first all girls tackle football league and she's in it and she's a badass shout out to that queen and then in 2017 she was the winner for nfl's inaugural game changer award which was created to celebrate those who committed to moving the game forward yes. wow. so she's a total badass that makes it so much better wow okay, yeah, that is like the they got this commercial right yeah it was the best one wow um second best was microsoft when they were showing the special game controllers oh my god when i cried that. that was beautiful you haven't you didn't I need see to it? watch that one okay go watch it um, i like caught some and not yeah all of them. that's how i was too and then my third favorite one was the stella artois one. Oh my yes. gosh yes. They brought <laughs> I, that. I was screaming like that was my Dude. 100 years ago <laughs> it was like perfect <laughs> So Carrie Bradshaw walks in first, and they're like a Cosmo, and she's like, "Actually, I want a Stella." And then the dude walks in from Big Lebowski, and yeah. he gets a Stella instead of a white Russian. And then they show the Dasecki's guy, yeah, and he's like has a Stella. Corporate, and I think I Corporate died slut. more at the dude than I did at Carrie Bradshaw. Well, first off, you don't hear, you don't see Carrie yeah. Bradshaw first. You, you hear the hear music, her. and you're like, yeah, and you're like, what? Yeah, I was the like, fuck? oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, me and Sam are freaking yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> Just everyone in that commercial. I thought that was I know. Interesting, like, funny. Um, also, did you die over the Bud Light slash Game of Thrones commercial? No, I didn't see it. Oh my you god! Didn't. I was like, are we? Yeah, they killed the Bud Light. Knight. So the Bud Light Knight is dead now. The mountain <laughs> squishes his head in. Yeah, the <gasps> mountain kills the Bud Light the Knight. The dilly did. dilly guy. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Thank yeah, Dilly Dilly, <laughs> so is, Dilly, Dilly dead. is dead. I was like, please tell me that whole ad, ad is dead. Like, I think it is now. Good. So, um, of course, there were terrible <laughs> ones. The, uh, the worst one being the Burger King Andy Warhol commercial. So odd. I get that they're trying to be cool, but this is not the crowd. They're trying to be hip. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to be hip, but 
people watching the Super Bowl, this isn't the crowd that's so going to be like, yeah, Andy Warhol. Yes, I love Burger King. Like, no. I want to be mm-hmm. Andy. Yeah, and it's just him, like, putting ketchup on his burger, but then he just puts it on the side yeah, and that then was dips weird. his ketchup in. That was, was so like, weird. What's happening? Um, and then the second worst one was the TurboTax. Oh, my gosh, the robot kid. Yeah. I was oh. like, what is this? It was stupid and creepy. That so and many it was AI like, ones. It was supposed to be sad, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, and whatever. Ugh. But what about the Backstreet Boy one? Oh my god! Yeah, bitch. I, I was forgot to that. mention that one. Okay, Backstreet that Boy's was Chance number one. Rapper. I was like, how's okay, that on number It's because it, it came on like the first commercial yeah, break. Yeah, did. So I kind of once the NFL go. one came on, it just took over everything. <laughs> but Backstreet but Boys Backstreet performing. Boys, yeah. With and Chance the Rapper. Chance Rapper. It was so good. Yes. Yeah, that was a Doritos one. That one I was, was like, fucking amazing. <laughs> well, <Right? laughs> so a boring game mm-hmm. and average commercials and also a average, av- a little above average halftime show. Yeah. It had its um, moments. It's yeah. definitely had its moments. So Maroon 5 was the main event mm-hmm. and then he had on travis scott mm-hmm. and big boy and so you're like how's that gonna work right it's maroon five right um like they have so, no songs together yeah <laughs> this is weird. um so maroon five was like pretty good they I mean, were they were maroon like a, five yeah. yeah like what like, were people like, people acting. hate yeah. maroon five though like yeah they're they the do. new nickelback to them oh um <laughs> but the best part it's because adam levine yeah what saved this from being like uh, whatever right. performance was the fact that Travis Scott, his opening was a dedication to Steven Hillenburg yeah. mm-hmm. with the SpongeBob Super Bowl intro. It's Squidward and then SpongeBob doing that stupid dance, <laughs> his face <laughs> and his tongue. <laughs> and then they go into sicko mode, which was dope. It was yeah. sicko. And then <laughs> he performs like a light while Adam Levine oh does dad <laughs> dad dance moves. <laughs> And everyone was like, what's happening? <laughs> I know. I was like, why is this so forced? Like, let right? Travis Scott It was Scott really forced. Um, and then Big Boy comes out to fucking Kryptonite, yes. which is like one of my favorite songs. I was so thankful for that, but also sad that he didn't play the whole song. See, mm-hmm. they cut the best things. Like yeah. SpongeBob, they didn't really play SpongeBob yeah, all they the way through. Yeah, that we wanted like, to hear the song. That was supposed to be the intro. Yes. Like it would have been so funny and cool if that burn, was the intro. Yeah, starting and then with the that song the and then you cut to Burn Five. Yeah. So they cut SpongeBob short first. Everybody mad. And then Kryptonite gets cut short. And that's like the fucking best song. Like that song is like Atlanta rap mm-hmm. right there. Like the way he came in with Kryptonite, I was like, Yes, this is Atlanta. Like this is it. Yeah. But I mean he just went on the scene because pop finger <laughs> the way how she is he moves. wearing that fur coat and that oh my heat. gosh i know um he's big boy yeah <laughs> yeah man's never hot yeah man's don't get hot, man's <laughs> hot. but i just i felt like the halftime show was average like it's yeah. it was very it's average. maroon five i think it was below average and it became average yeah. because of big boy and travis oh my god and travis SpongeBob. scott and spongebob weren't in yeah. it it would have like, just been like okay. so bland <laughs> it really would have um but the biggest controversy was when adam levine is singing moves like jagger mm-hmm. and he takes off his shirt to reveal his two nipples <laughs> and 
rightfully so, everyone was just like, wow, this is really hypocritical. Because when Dana Jackson did that to reveal one nipple, not even a nipple, just like a <laughs> covered a star, up nipple. Yeah. They cut the lights. But with him, they, they crucified were crucified this bitch yeah, after. They blackballed her. But with him, they just kept the camera on him and his very low cut jeans that totally could have fell off with his hips moving. Right. And I was here for it. I was right. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was surprised he could move his hips that way. I know. Yeah. I, I have nothing like, against him taking a shirt off. Like, Janet Jackson should have totally been able to take her shirt off, too. (laughs) Right. Like, she could have, she should have been able to do the same thing. Seriously. Like, why is it I don't think it's Adam Levine's fault that the NFL reacted that way. Yeah. Like, Adam Levine isn't going to sit there and think, like, oh, Janet Jackson got in trouble for this. I feel like he was just in the moment. Like, it wasn't even planned. Yeah. And that's very Adam Levine also, to take his shirt off and perform. And that's why Does, no one likes this. Yeah. Did Mick Jagger take his shirt off when he, like... Yeah, yeah Mick so Jagger's I felt like always, he was just yes, doing that like because it was a of nod. the song. It's, yeah. Yeah, like, everyone has a right to be mad at the NFL for being such hypocrites. And mm-hmm. society. CBS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely CBS, because they're the ones who made that call to blackball Janet Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And make it They really her ruined fault. her career at mm-hmm. one point, like really did and changed tv and what could be said on tv and what could be shown on tv and radio mm-hmm. but it was totally fine for this guy to be two nipples two, also, ni- two nips free didn't she no she did did she have a cover on her nipple yeah, yeah she, she had, had like a little, a little star. star yeah that's what i thought so fuck this <laughs> yeah fuck that fuck society fuck cbs but yeah i really don't think he was like intentionally trying to yeah you know. there's no way he's adam Levine. he's not thinking that deep y'all no he's, <laughs> he's not. really he's not definitely not he's not thinking um, that deep he was too busy trying to make sure his hips were moving fluidly yeah i mean he's a good looking dude i was kind of mm-hmm. hypnotized i was hypnotized this girl at work. <laughs> i was kryptonite i'm on the kryptonite so oh, okay <laughs> see how he's making them babies and i was like <laughs> okay uh, but yeah <laughs> well one person who was supposed to perform with him was Cardi B, but mm-hmm. she said no, which is weird because she still said yes to doing the Pepsi commercial, which it's the Pepsi halftime show. Right. Mm-hmm. So why would you say no to I found that halftime so show, odd. but say yes to commercial, and yes to celebrating and doing a concert after with freaking Robert Kraft? Is that his name? Yeah. Like the worst, the fucking worst dude. Yeah. owner in the NFL, the most corrupt dude. Yes, I'm I just like, didn't maybe understand she thought it. People wouldn't find out. So I saw all the headlines like mm-hmm. Cardi B turns down the Super Bowl, and then I saw that she's in the Pepsi ad, mm-hmm. and then I saw that she was in Atlanta doing official Super Bowl party performances, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? This makes no sense. So today I was researching it, and apparently. Um, she was like, I got to sacrifice a lot of money to perform at the Super Bowl, which they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they don't get paid to perform at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all publicity. Yeah, I think publicity. after Bruno Mars, they have to pay. They're the ones who have to pay for it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she stated, there's a man who sacrificed his job for us, so we got to stand behind him. And this was last year that she told mm-hmm. TMZ she would never perform at the Super Bowl. But I don't. No, because and then it says like she was really never offered the Super Bowl performance to perform there. So she well, really didn't turn down an offer. It was more like she stated in the past, like, I would never perform at a well, Super Bowl. Well, whenever it was last year, they 
announced it was gonna be Maroon Five. That's why mm-hmm. when they were like when they officially announced it, I was like, well, is this the Mandela effect? Because I swear they announced this a long ass time ago that right? it was Maroon Five, mm-hmm. and that's why Cardi came out and said no because she had the song with Maroon Five. Yeah, and they wanted her to perform with them. Yeah. Or did I just make that up? Or is that Mandela effect? Someone help me. <laughs> I swear that's why she made that statement. Maybe that is why. Because we knew it was Maroon 5 last, it was going to be Maroon uh-huh. 5, like, yeah. last year. Yeah, because they always announce it, like, very Early. soon after the first, la- the it was ends. because, it was because we found, yeah, we found out last year because Rihanna had come out and was like, they offered me, I turned it down, and, and Maroon then it went 5 to Maroon should, 5. and Maroon yeah. 5 should not do it either. Yeah. Because of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah. And but then I mean, that's when Cardi made that statement because she had the song and they wanted her to perform. Right. But I was just very, like, I respect Cardi in her, like, initial stand because, mm-hmm. yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, how are you going to go perform at official Super Bowl parties and, also and be in the Pepsi commercial? Pepsi. Like, Pepsi's yes. the one doing the halftime show. Yeah. They're like the biggest they giver to the NFL. Pepsi commercial introduced Maroon mm-hmm. Five performing, so it's like you really didn't separate yourself from the Super Bowl halftime performance all that much. Yeah, maybe because she <sighs> felt that if she was taking their money, then boo to them. That's what that's I was saying. I mean, like get your coin. That's your yeah. Like no, I don't like, see anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, me either. No, I'm just saying like no, maybe yeah. that's like yeah. her reasoning. That's what okay, I had that same thought. I was like, okay, she wants to get she wants to get paid. Yeah. Like, who the fuck doesn't want to get paid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be on, on the biggest night in like in America? Everybody's mm-hmm. watching. You're gonna get paid. You're gonna get the publicity. So why wouldn't you do the commercial? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just found it very odd that everybody was like, Cardi is a political queen, like, standing mm-hmm. up. But I was like, she's actually just an artist. <laughs> she's, she's actually just what? She's <laughs> just going along with capitalist America, getting mm-hmm. her coin, still saying that she's not going to perform, but perform at official Super Bowl parties. I still love Cardi. I'm here yeah. for her getting her coin. Getting that Anyone who says yes to a Super Bowl ad, I'm not against them. You're making money. Right. Even we're in five, like, I'm not against. Yeah, everything's (laughs) fucking corrupt. corrupt. Just do what you got to do to survive. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) Seriously. She's still going to have her platform where she can still preach what she believes in. I mean, she went off on Tommy Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. The same day. She still has those same beliefs. Yeah. So I really don't see an issue. I just thought it was odd. expect so much out of celebrities. Yeah. Just leave them alone. Let them live their lives, man. (laughs) Yeah. Unless they, like, really do corrupt things. It's just honestly, like, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, their (laughs) career. Like, she's (laughs) got to make money. Maroon's (laughs) five. Maroon five's got to get publicity because they're not that, like, (laughs) they got to try to change America's minds on them. Like, they're just, this is their job. (laughs) And after. And everything's corrupt. So, everything we do is corrupt. After the Bruno Mars (laughs) halftime show and, like, what it did for his career, like, everyone fell in love with Bruno Mars. His Mm -hmm. tickets sold out after that. Everyone bought his music. Like, of course people are going to want to have that same reaction, like, reaction to it. So, I don't know. Maroon 5 is still Maroon 5. Yeah. I just found it it odd. Like, I I love her. So, whatever. Do whatever you got to do. All and right. keep fighting, trying to fight Tommy Lauren. Yeah, please. <laughs> That's enough. The most average Super Bowl experience talk. <laughs> it yeah. really was just. And just that. the fact that the Patriots won at the end just made it 
even more average because they're like that's a default win yeah that's a default win for the nfl and now they have more wins than the cowboys so yeah we don't talk about (laughs) lord's bad one guy has more rings in a whole franchise yeah one man has more super bowl wins tom brady kissed the owner yeah they kissed on the lips tom brady kisses everyone on the lips dude he kissed robert Kraft on the fucking lips yeah i was like on in the middle of the field on the lips dad on the lips his son's on the lips the way that he embraces everyone makes me feel weird he's just an odd he's a person i'm always like how did he get giselle like he's good looking but you can tell he's a dork i kind of yeah. just he's feel a like major he's dork like go look at his robot. instagram mm-hmm. yeah he, he's a he was programmed because i'm like when he's home sitting on the couch is he just like staring at a blank right <laughs> like all he does is football yeah he's like not football now turn off yeah like let me rest rest mode <laughs> <laughs> i'm not training Sleeper right now mode. let me sleep they're just he's maybe just that's such why he doesn't dork. retire he's such I a dork i think he is just a nerd he's just a nerd like he's goofy um gronk's goofy too like he's yeah. also mm-hmm. a dork like they're just nerds who are somewhat good looking and good at football yeah just very athletically skilled and i i'm here Blessed. for tom brady's um instagram posts they are hilarious they're really funny <laughs> even gronk they're hilarious is funny. but um also f the patriots because they're like t- number one trump supporters oh, yeah. yeah robert, robert Kraft, Kraft is like has his hand up trump's ass didn't bill belichick <laughs> write a letter to yes. trump and it was the it looked like a five-year-old yes. fucking wrote that letter <laughs> that was so awkward so they're really weird that's a really awkward weird team i want to say they're like like in a cult vibe that's yeah. exactly how i feel that's exactly they give me cult vibe i was gonna say they give me cult vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay but for real cult vibe. dude they are culty. Yes. they're just good looking they're good looking culties and athletic dude <laughs> okay okay well that's enough yes i'm done that's it for spilling the cheese man out of football forever we'll be right back for a celebration till september it's officially been one year of us spilling the cheese man yes one year later we're still the same cheese mosas <laughs> as we were on day one mm-hmm. just with better mics better editing skills oh <laughs> way better mics <laughs> better audio we've stepped our pussies up y'all we really did like we have gotten so much better don't go back to episode one but go to episode two and just Go to see the, six. <laughs> yeah, you'll see the progression that we had, and I'm so proud of us. We stuck mm-hmm. through it for a full year, putting out content weekly for y'all. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened, who supported us, who follow us on any social media, subscribed, yes. rated us. Just yes. thank you so much. Truly, having that validation is so important to sit here and be like. All right, I just got off work. I want to go in here and record for another three hours. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. or it's Sunday or Saturday. I'm going to take this time to sit here and record and then edit this up mm-hmm. and then make edits for it and then post the app. Like, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of labor out of us, but we love doing it. Yes. We really do. And I'm. it's like it's the best it. decision we've ever made was starting this podcast. Oh, yeah. I feel like it no went regret. by f- kind of fast it was by so fast fast. fast. and honestly thank you to everyone again for 
still listening yes. through the growing pain. Yes, thank because you. <laughs> there were some. I hope ones. that you uh, could see the progress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. We're can. still growing. Yeah, so, I know. Oh my gosh, still be forever. patient. Still. That's that's what I was gonna say. Like it does feel very fast because it feels like we're still learning and changing things and figuring out what works for us Mm -hmm. and figuring out who we are as a podcast and what we want to stand for and I think it's just gone by so quick I just feel like we're constantly going to be evolving this podcast Uh a year later evolving as people like I feel like I've evolved so oh my god imagine how we all acted back then honestly I feel like I'm more out there definitely oh, i definitely see it percent. in you a hundred percent yeah i like this outlet it's taken mm-hmm. me a bit but i like it yeah and is, i can like really yeah. i feel like i can really feel it now we just really well, put ourselves too. out there y'all like we really did this yeah. this is the greatest creative outlet yeah let's just deep dive so into it. <laughs> the reason we're here we're spilling chisma is because we've always wanted to do something like this, um, mm-hmm. especially just the fact how much we love pop culture and, and how talking. and talking, <laughs> yeah. But I just think back to like when me and Sam would watch VH1, best week ever, mm-hmm. best year ever. Like, I, I, love oh I love the 90s. I love 90s, 80s, 70s. We would watch that and we would literally be like, oh, when we get older, we're going to be on those shows. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the iconic moments. Yes. Uh-huh. And, like, Ugh. we just always wanted something like this. Yeah. Like, something – we have all this pop culture knowledge, <laughs> like, all throughout all decades. Like, uh-huh. even decades we weren't alive in. We know <laughs> so many facts about yeah. so many different little things, music, movies, TV shows, yeah. iconic celebrities. And now we finally have a place where we can just – Put all that knowledge into something. And that energy. Mm -hmm. It's just, it rules. It really does rule because Mm -hmm. we always were like, this is an iconic moment happening right now. If we experience something, we're like, this is going to go down in history. Mm -hmm. We're here experiencing it. Like, I want to know how I felt in this moment. I want to know what was going on around in the world and culture. And I just love having this like time capsule of, knowing how I felt when this happened, mm-hmm. knowing how this pop culture, our political moment, shaped the entire world mm-hmm. for a few years or however long it shaped it, mm-hmm. to see how I grew from that, to see what I learned from this moment. like th- it's, it's funny to think that pop culture could influence so much, but it really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It truly does. So, And especially now in this time where pop culture and politics are so intertwined, mm-hmm. It's just so nice to have this this outlet, like you stated. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. A time ca- it really is. A it time really capsule. is. Oh my gosh. We also talk about personal things until uh-huh. in three years. I'm not gonna remember every detail, but if I come back and listen to this podcast, I'm gonna know how I felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's the awesome to have that. <laughs> and yeah, I think the reason I wanted to start this podcast adding on to what Lauren stated is I just always have loved radio mm-hmm. and talk radio and me and Lauren have spoken about this before but my dad listens to sports talk radio and we fell in love with it just having um, a platform 
to sit there and talk about things you love Mm -hmm. and putting it out there it was just always so fascinating to me to hear talk radio even this is so funny to say but even like delilah and dr drew and like the love line like hearing being so obsessed with those radio stations our podcasts and seeing like the community of it the community of it Mm -hmm. on and on top of that just having a conversation and what that can open like what doors that can open that conversation Mm -hmm. and helping others like delilah our dr drew and adam carolla Mm -hmm. it was just so mesmerizing to me to see that they had that platform Mm -hmm. and then realizing like i can create that platform by starting this podcast and we can create that because I want to rec- I want to reclaim my time here. Like mm-hmm. I want to claim my space and I my and yeah, <laughs> our space and just give us this platform because we all deserve the platforms that everybody has. Yeah. And yeah, okay, we didn't go to school for radio and like we didn't go to school like for journalism. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I can create this podcast and force myself to be like you need to do the research on this. Mm-hmm. You need to be open about this. You need to share your feelings about this. It's just been so rewarding. It really has. Sorry. And it's the <laughs> most rewarding when someone is like, I'm so glad I found this podcast. Yes. We have the same way of thinking. Because we, yes. honestly, us three thought we were in this, like, bubble. Right. But we were just kind of like, does anyone understand? Like, can anyone relate? Can we relate to someone else? Like, there has to be other people out there. It was scary. Yeah. So now to hear people say like wow you talk the way I talk you experience things the way I experience things I'm like oh my god that's so validating and amazing and that's also where that community feeling comes Mm -hmm. in again because I just see so many things even in Dallas like events or companies or like clubs that are supposed to be for like uh Latina women are women of this women like this and I just feel like I've never could fully belong to a certain Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. and I just like having I just like having this community feeling yeah yeah no that's funny that you say that Lauren because I used to feel like maybe I was behind or something yeah in my thought process or maybe I don't know my understanding of things mm-hmm. but then Definitely. having this and like learning what level we're on like each mm-hmm. of us individually are all different levels but right. at the same time we're also somewhat the same yes mm-hmm. and also I feel like I'm gonna reveal how dorky I was when <laughs> oh I was God. a child Do but it. I mean it's like I would <laughs> okay okay so Plenty like people talk to themselves <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I okay. definitely. But, I always do. I mean, do like, still. I would talk to myself, and maybe sometimes I still do. Well, not really that much. But when I was younger, I would talk to myself and have like dialogues with myself because, like, I wanted to feel like I yeah. was like maybe on a radio, or, like yeah. a talk still show do or that something. Shit. And so, working. like, this somehow is like somehow is fulfilling that yes. for me in a way, and I. Maybe that's why I don't really do it anymore. But I did that when I was younger. No, lot. dude. No, I, I talked to myself. <laughs> I was in the store the other day and I was like, I need to stop. I, people are going to be that. You're a weirdo. I talked to myself so much. I I'm feel like, like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't do that. Oh, should I get this shirt? And then I'm just like talking like full conversations. Yeah. But acting like I'm on a show. I would yeah. always <laughs> do the radio. So. Especially like Sam was saying when our dad listened to sports radio, mm-hmm. aka the ticket. I would recreate that in my mind and by myself because they're so 
funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and I'm like, I want to be that funny. And yeah, like, could exactly. I do this? Like, like, I have that skill. Right. Uh-huh. I want to make people feel the way I felt listening to these stations. Mm-hmm. And when I discovered podcast, I was so intrigued because it was these people doing it themselves, creating their own platforms. And also, I was jealous of everybody who had podcasts because mm-hmm. I've even Lauren have been wanting this for three years, if not more, but like seriously talking about it for three years. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the year before we started Spill the Cheese Man, I text Lauren. I was in Austin and I was like, I want the podcast up by April. And that mm-hmm. was the year before we started Spill the Cheese Man. We just never did it because it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we finally did it. I'm just so happy we we're finally doing it. And we're doing it on our own, just us three. Mm-hmm. We have no platform ahead of us. Like, we have no money coming from anything. We don't have clout. Like, we don't have, or still really don't have, like, the community behind us. Mm-hmm. It's it was just, it's growing, yeah, but it was yeah. just us yeah. being like, we want to claim space. Like, we mm-hmm. want space too. We want to put ourselves out there as well. We have every right to, and finally doing that, and it's been the best. It really has. That's, mm. <laughs> I don't know why that struck a chord with me, because when I, like, stick a sticker somewhere, I feel like I'm, I mean, yes. obviously, I'm literally claiming space, no, yes. and you're watching me put this sticker <laughs> on a sign. It's empowering. It really is. It's just like, this is me. I'm putting myself out there. Every time you put a sticker up or post something, it's like, I'm putting myself out there, and or handing I, one to someone. Right. Hey, do y'all like podcasts? Because you should listen yes. to this uh, one. We handed out so many on Saturday. <laughs> and people, there were was a group that actually knew us. And they're like, oh. Yeah, they, they saw on the snap um, oh, yes. a girl that took a picture of her sticker. Yeah, shout share. out to Morphe. Yeah, yeah shout yeah, out shout to Morphe. <laughs> I posted about my haul. And I was like, use Coats Cheeseman for person <laughs> off. And I was like, one day. I'm putting that out there. One day. Oh, one day sure. we'll have affiliated sure. codes. We'll have we, our own Cheesma palette. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. I never expected us to be where we are right now. Like a year ago when we started this, I didn't know. I don't even know, remember what I expected, but it wasn't this. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't this either. I want to say, like, I have to say something and I'm going to try to like be calm while I say it. Oh God. Is I feel like I want to thank y'all a lot because I feel like compared to y'all, I was like a rock. <laughs> And I've been, like, chiseling away. Oh, my <laughs> God. Be sh- Stop But, like, it. I feel like that's how I was. No, yeah. I was like, Rosa, you're coming along on this journey. I am. You're getting out of your fucking comfort zone. I am. You've been wanting to do, like, YouTube or something. something. And I was like, it's happening. Like, you're coming along with us because we need you. Literally. <laughs> Don't cry. Stop I'm it. Gonna I'm going to cry, too. I knew we were going to cry this episode. <laughs> Where we started, where we were all, like, personally at in our lives was a very, like, somewhat of a dark place, but, like, more of a rut. Yeah. And I was like, now more than ever, it needs to happen. We need Mm -hmm. to spill the cheese mess. And I just felt like, I felt like we already waited almost, I was almost hesitant because I was like, are we waiting too long? Like, did we miss Mm -hmm. our time? Hell no. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. There's not a right time. Like, you make that time. Yep. You could, someone could start today. Like, start. Don't ever think it's too right. late. Right. Right. Agreed. So, yes, if you're listening and you've been wanting to start something, 
I challenge you to start it. Yeah. And on this day in a year, look back and think about where you were last year. Think about what you wanted to start then or what you wanted to change then. And imagine how your life could be today if you made that change or started Mm -hmm. that thing. Mm -hmm. And I challenge you to do that. If you didn't, this is a challenge, an official challenge. <laughs> Cheeseman challenge. The yes. challenge. Cheeseman challenge. Hashtag. Cheeseman challenge. And let us know what you're going to start. Um, but I just, well, again, thank y'all for listening. And you have gotten to know us three this mm-hmm. past year. Mm-hmm. And we always said we were going to do an About Us episode. We never <laughs> did. So I don't like talking about myself. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> either. The, a year later, we're finally going to introduce ourselves and just give you a little background on who we are, what we are, and all that good stuff. We're all going to have the same thing. I know. We're all the same person. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're going to talk about ourselves now. Oh, so awkward. So we're awkward. so easily able to talk about other things. I know. I'm writing my about me on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm Samantha at Sam Bam Boom. Those are zeros. <laughs> That's me. Me and Lauren are sisters. I'm the middle child. So that should tell you a lot about why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. Middle children are more obsessed with themselves than little children. Uh, someone has to be obsessed with us. <laughs> no one is. Just me and Lauren are on the yeah. same page. So, yeah. I'm a middle child. I'm a Pisces. So that should tell you more stuff. Um, I'm a Dallasite. Born in Pleasant Grove. Half Pleasant Grove. Grew up in the suburbs of Mesquite the rest of my life. I ain't ashamed of it. <laughs> I ain't ashamed. I'm a rep Mesquite like Alyssa Edwards. She yeah. reps that shit so hard. Alyssa Edwards gave me so much confidence. <laughs> I know. I was right? like, I can admit that I'm from Mesquite. I'm not from Mesquite, but I am cl- I am Mesquite adjacent. Yeah, you and are. And I was like, I'm going to claim part of that right? because of Alyssa Edwards. Right? <laughs> it's not mine. Um, but luckily, I didn't go to schools in Mesquite. <laughs> Um, I went to private school my whole life, except for one year of my life. Catholic private school. Mm-hmm. So we were surrounded by a lot of people who didn't look like us and we couldn't relate to. A lot of people who yeah, looked like white that boy. Catholic private school. Yes. <laughs> I have a private school, Catholic private school background. I'm Mexican-American, Creek Indian. Um, and my whole life I was basically taught to perfectly assimilate into American culture and taught how to basically survive because um, I was put in a position to where I wasn't surrounded by people who could relate to me or looked like me or had similar interests and did things that my family did. So my dad's side has the perfect ideal assimilated Mm -hmm. Mexicans that you could ever meet um, military background didn't want to teach us Spanish because they didn't want us to have accents they didn't want us to have Spanish sounding names because my dad figured that we wouldn't get far in life with those names and that makes me really sad to think about but yeah. um, basically I'm in the process of breaking through that assimilation and decolonizing my life and I've been so adamant about decolonizing and feeling ashamed of how I'm not as Mexican or Native American as I I should be and right now I'm in this place where 
I want to find the balance of accepting how I was brought up and also like loving my culture and finding my way back to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame my parents or my grandparents because they're just trying to survive. It was the yeah. Reagan era. Yeah, we still have a lot of like, we still celebrate a lot of cultural things. It's just, I feel like I should deep dive into it more. And I feel like right now it's on me to do that and to mm-hmm. reclaim that. So mm-hmm. I'm currently in that right now. I am married, <laughs> I'm 27 years old. Um, and I was a former emo kid. I'm going to say that. I'm going to come out and finally admit that. Former emo kid, super weirdo in middle school. Always been a weirdo. <laughs> always been a nerd. Um, always liked weird things. When I was younger, I wanted to be a forensic pathologist, like literally when I was seven years old. If you don't know what that is, that's the person who investigates the dead body to figure out how they died. That was my dream job. <laughs> so I was always I, yeah. a weirdo. Um but yeah, I just love everything pop culture. I've already said that so many times. Um, I love all music, but you can definitely, most likely, find me listening to '90s sad girl alternative. Mm-hmm. That's like the main thing I jam every time. It's like here's your Spotify best of this year. It's music from the '90s. Mm-hmm. It's like Alanis Morissette and Joel and shit, and I need the to base, reach out. The um, but yeah, I've just always loved, like I've stated, I always loved radio. I've always loved talk radio. I thought the radio was so magical to me, searching and trying to find random stations and finding random like podcasts before podcasts were podcasts. And it just always amazed me. And I always knew that I wanted to put myself out there in that form of talk radio. Um, But then I realized the industry is dying. (laughs) So... And then podcast the podcast blew up. industry is yeah. booming. So I was like, this is it. This is my way into what I've always dreamed of and what I was always fascinated with, with sports talk radio, with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, with Delilah, with anybody I could hear giving advice or just entertaining others with just their voice was so magical to me. And it felt like some underground thing. And it kind of still feels that way, especially with radio because it's dying. <laughs> um just feels very cool to me it always felt cool and yeah that's why I'm here on this podcast and that's pretty much who I am I could get into a lot more details <laughs> but um I think I'm gonna leave it at that yes I'll go next because we kind of have the same exact background <laughs> um, so I'm Lauren I am 25 years old single as fuck and probably will be my whole life hey I thought that too um <laughs> but kind of by choice. (laughs) I had the same background as Sam. Grew up where we were told to just act like the people around us as much as possible. I white girl next to you. (laughs) Um, So I also didn't grow up with a lot of people who look like me. Mm -hmm. There was probably like two other people in my life who had the same kind of culture background as me and I'm still friends with those people (laughs) yes went to Catholic private school my whole life had the same friends my whole life very guest sheltered now I'm trying to expand my horizons and teach myself to not be ashamed of my culture because I was when I was younger Mm -hmm. it was really bad I was so self-hating when I was little yeah it's Um, sad it's really sad to think about how much I hated myself it's terrible oh, to think about. Um, so now I'm just trying to teach myself 
to love my culture, don't be ashamed of who I am. So hopefully if I do have kids one day, they will never have to feel the way I felt yes. when I was younger. Ever. Yes. And hopefully no kid has to feel that right. way. So I'm a Leo. I am the little littlest one out of family too. So if you can't tell. <laughs> I'm just a baby Leo. I'm a ba- I'm the baby Leo. And <laughs> I'm very much a Leo. I'm dramatic as fuck. I love the theatrics. Um, (laughs) I just don't know how to explain, like, just in little situations, I will be this, like, theatrical, overdramatic reaction to them. (laughs) Uh, not in a negative way, just like a... Like a hype way. Yeah, Yeah. a hyped way. Also, she's a Leo in the sense that she shows up overdressed to the event. She has a whole aesthetic (laughs) that she's, like, clinging to that night. And she oh, goes yeah. all full throttle Charlie's Angels too. I do. Um, <laughs> I never wear anything under an inch, whether it's a boot or a sneaker. Yeah. I have to have an inch. Yeah. She loves <laughs> In all aspects of my life. Whoa. <laughs> um, Only an inch? <laughs> yeah. I said nothing under an inch. <laughs> when it comes to music, I listen to literally everything. I don't think I have one particular genre that I listened to, but it would probably be, like, 80s, new wave, mm-hmm. for sure. The Cure, The Smiths, Talking Heads, I love them all. One of my superpowers, <laughs> I listen to so many different genres of music in decades. If you play a song, I can probably tell you mm-hmm. what the song name is, who sang it. I can probably give you a brief history on the band yep. or the artist. Like, yep. I don't know why, but I just retain all the knowledge. Go to her Spotify. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. Everybody loves Lauren's Spotify playlist. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can go get my playlist. There's a place for every mood, every genre. So it's not just with music, though. The reason I wanted to do a podcast like this is I needed an outlet for all the knowledge in my head. Mm-hmm. Movies, an actor's life, um, 90s random grunge music documentaries uh a random band performance yeah like <laughs> i it's so funny the other day my oldest sister was telling like sent a story to us and i was like oh that actress dated this kid too blah 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 and oh, she's yeah. like why how do you know this like no one knows who that kid is You're that right. she dated i was like i just know <laughs> like this is why this is the perfect outlet for me yeah if like my goal is if I'm on a TV show, our news thing, it's my name, and then under it is pop culture history buff. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just know everything, yeah. including movies, music, everything. <laughs> um, so that's why I always want to do something like this. It's been a dream of mine. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's just, I've always just fully immersed myself into entertainment, I guess. Mm-hmm. And even sports, like, I know it could get annoying (laughs) how much I talk about sports, but I just love Mm -hmm. the history behind things just fascinates me. I'm glad we did this podcast, and I'm glad we're still going to continue doing it, and a year from now, we're going to be even bigger, and under my name, we'll stay pop culture history buff. Yes. (laughs) Or, like, I'll be on a random documentary about... 80s beats and it'll be like 80s beats bump yeah <laughs> something like we're in a year you'll get called to be on some random show to give mm-hmm. a little history be like lesson we want you to talk about 2006 and i'll be like <laughs> i'm there oh yes definitely oh God, i can already see it yeah that's yeah. like ugh. that's the goal that's the goal <laughs> it's gonna happen but i think that's enough on me i don't know yeah what else to say that was lauren's good. like that's all you get <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't get deep. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, I guess it's my turn because no one else. Rosa La Famosa. So, yes, my name is Rosa at Rosa La Famosa. <laughs> I am an Aquarius. Obviously. And now, what? I said obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and when you're listening to this, it'll be my birthday. I'll be 28 years old. Oh, Woo! shit. We're going to be 28. But I'm recording it when I'm 27. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I didn't really have the same growing up. I had my mom's side, which was like devout Catholic. My <laughs> mom thought she was going to be a nun. I mean, I thought I was going to be a nun. <laughs> I was like, Andy, at one point. <laughs> Where my dad was always watching the History Channel, believed in aliens. Yes. <laughs> and was always like so proud to be Mexican. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it was my grandma on my mom's side. You know, she's from Mexico. So she always wanted to assimilate. assimilate. And I would always be with her. So I feel like that clashed. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had some self-loathing about Mm -hmm. that. And then also just going to, you know, Catholic private school with a bunch of kids that didn't look like me Mm -hmm. didn't help. God. Um, so yeah, we all kind of experience that in some yeah, way or another. Definitely. Um, I feel like also with those two parents, uh, I have a lot of like teeter tottering mm-hmm. personalities where <laughs> it's like I'm complete opposite of this probably doesn't make sense, but it makes sense in my head. Because you're an Aquarius. It. Because yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I was gonna say because I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> Um, anyway, but no, I was in band mm-hmm. in school. I was a nerd. I always wanted to be like a singer or an actress, yeah, she but I was always like some anxious little kid, yeah. even now. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot better, mm-hmm. but I feel like this podcast is like yeah. a beginning to my outlet. Yeah. Yes. So like maybe so like she's I'll gonna be feel a better Sing about me, like doing <laughs> <laughs> I'll feel better about doing things like that. But I am the youngest of four. Have a lot of seventies knowledge mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of music when it comes to music. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I wish one oh seven point five the Oasis was still around. <laughs> she's a yacht the rock Oasis. queen, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Love makeup. Makeup mm. enthusiasts love. I have two dogs. So, like I'm checking. I'm like checking out lists. one of those like about dating me. apps. <laughs> yeah, dating yeah. apps. I love long walks um, on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I think about my childhood, all I like think about or remember is like being in sports. Yeah. Sports being queen. <laughs> going on a band trip, lol. <laughs> and like just family things. Mm-hmm. I am single, so um, if you want to mingle, I'll let you girl. <laughs> you want to crush and mingle? Um, no, but I mean, I love all genres of music too. I like 80s, but more of like the George Michael <laughs> 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, 90s too. Christina Aguilera is my queen. Yes. Mm. I actually, so I'm just going to go out and reveal it, but (laughs) earlier in this year, or not earlier in this year, but like a couple months ago, I took a little uh, hiatus for a couple weeks, Mm -hmm. and I said I would like come back and, you know, maybe talk about it because it's important, Mm -hmm. and so I actually, um, my mom has Alzheimer's, and so 
unfortunately couldn't take care of her anymore. So she now lives in a memory care facility. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know about that, honestly, like, it's kind of the best thing to ever happen. And they're rare. Yeah. But, yeah. I feel like it's important to know, Rosa, I was going to say this earlier when you were saying your family, that the way that we're different is, Rosa, uh, you're, you have a very large gap between you and your yeah. older brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you and your older sister, there's a very large gap. So Rosa's parents were older than our parents. Mm-hmm. That's why she has the 70s knowledge and the <laughs> 80s knowledge yeah. and is like we always say she's a 50 year old woman <laughs> she's she been that is. way since we were young that's how i should have introduced myself she was five going on 50 year old woman since like we were in middle school since fourth grade she was 50 years old i really was but yeah um, i think that that was important yeah to understand who you are and like your upbringing that's true and i honestly i always like forget to think about that dynamic it's dynamic so different that, it, that a lot of people like don't have that but yeah. yeah um me my sister and my mom are all 20 years apart that's, that's so like my mom is 20 years older than my sister my sister is 20 years older than me 20 so obviously years my mom older. is 40 years yeah. older than me but yeah so i mean i wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. i feel like in general, people need to, like, have awareness yes. of it. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, of my particular situation, but just in general, like, that's something that I guess I'm coping with. Mm-hmm. And I'm very open to talking to anyone else that might be dealing yes. with it. Also, like, even your grandparent, yeah. not yeah. just your parent. Yeah. You're pretty young to have to go through this. Because usually my people... mom, too. Yeah. I mean, she's only 67. Yeah. Yeah. So but. it's like to- it's like a unique situation because of yeah. your age. Yeah. And now with this podcast, you have a platform to speak out on it and mm-hmm. to connect with others. And yeah, I think that's really important to as to know like more about you. Yeah. That tells so much. I yeah. know that, that was hard, so but like much. I was I'm like, this is you. probably the time to do it. No. Because yeah. honestly, like now that we're this is like our whole one year mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, okay, 2019 open up. gonna be vulnerable vulnerable gonna like grow more yes mm-hmm. you grow and you're vulnerable y'all yeah like you have to be Honestly, vulnerable to grow so, so like, many life lessons like within the past few months <laughs> yes rosa i've like admired you so yes. much i've always have but like just what you've gone through and that also speaks about who you are as a person like you're so powerful i'm not good about like saying like who i am yeah. But I feel like if I tell you my experiences, like stories and experiences, maybe yeah. you'll get a better idea of why. Rose is like a badass warrior queen right now. Oh my yes. God. Look, all the change she's been going through and like her opening up and being vulnerable with not only this podcast, but, but with, with her us. friends. Like, yeah, with she us. was not this open with even us. I'm we've known her man, so long. I was a rock. We've known her since fourth like, grade. <laughs> and I've been finally since chiseling. I'm yeah. chiseling away. Yeah, and I'm here for it. And I'm glad that we could do that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I'm glad you brought that up because Rosa is raising money mm-hmm. for oh, yeah. Alzheimer's awareness. Awareness. Well, it's like the end Alzheimer's. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just like so, the charity. If you want to donate, hit us up. We'll hit you up with the link. Mm-hmm. And I really do want to do that walk with you. Yeah, I'm so, so down. That is October nineteenth. 
Yeah, we can or like fifth, raise money through this podcast for that. Spill the tea to so the yeah, we can like make yeah. a team, which is like what I wanted to do, but yes. obviously a little closer to that. Definitely, time, but, but yeah. I just, I I totally agree with that. Like, it's hard to sit here and say this is who I am. List this off, mm-hmm. and I think that that what we tried to do this in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it just felt awkward. And I was like, I'd we'd rather everybody learn through us talking Mm -hmm, sharing mm -hmm. our stories relating like our lives to what's happening Mm -hmm. currently the community or like out in the culture in the world Mm -hmm. and saying stuff from our point of view and explaining why we have that point of view Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so awesome that you're opening up and now we can have one from zero to a hundred guys it's like zero to a hundred it really was (laughs) that's another thing about this podcast too it always feels like therapy yeah this feels nice like you know they tell you to journal shit and like this is t- kind of like a journal at points too yeah me. and it feels amazing to just say it like just to say something and like get it out of your mind and put uh-huh. it into the universe rules that but was my about me that was like so good a weird and i was like i'm a leo <laughs> that was like a roller coaster about me Long. uh we're always a roller coaster on spot <laughs> oh, yeah. but i wanted to say that's how we met Rosa is because we all have a similar background of Catholic private school. We met her at a school that I went to when I was in fourth grade. My mom realized that there was one other Mexican <laughs> girl in the class. and It's so funny because I literally remember the moment I, like I'm living. Like I, I want to cry right now <laughs> because it um, changed like, my life too. But also like um, I just have so many good friends like I sit, like we sit here and say there wasn't a lot of people in our school that looked like us acted like us but when I think about it I have so many good friends from those days okay it makes me sad because I think about that moment and I think about like my mom felt the need to point out Rosa and like hey this little (laughs) girl can relate to this little girl and like it makes me it makes me cry because my mom realized that she knew that I needed someone to relate to but yeah we had to take a break (laughs) um but yeah I just think back to that moment and my mom introduced me to Rosa because she realized that I needed someone to relate to (laughs) and that I could do that with Rosa and I'm glad she did because we became friends we were always friends and then we got really close in high school is when we were like basically inseparable we also (laughs) used to always get confused for the other one which I think was kind of funny yeah, and we were in Girl Scouts together. The Girl Scouts, being in Girl Scouts together really brought us yeah. together. Me and Becca, it's the best times. So, yeah, Rosa just became my best friend in middle school. <laughs> and then, of course, I hang out with my sisters. I'm very close to my mm-hmm. uh, sisters. I feel like that's very rare. We literally party together every weekend. We go shopping together every weekend. I see them. I'm married. Like I, <laughs> I'm a married woman. <laughs> like I have a husband, but I still hang out with my sisters like almost as much as my yeah husband. that that saying where it's like oh you don't just marry her you marry yeah. like her family truly yeah. married my family as well <laughs> so yeah i'm just really close to my sisters because i'm in the middle so i'm only mm-hmm. two years apart from both so i can relate to both of them so yeah. easily um and yeah so anybody who's my best friend is automatically my sister yeah yeah pretty much i feel like your thought process has a wide range yeah yeah that's why i have always been a mediator (laughs) definitely try to sit there and look at everybody's perspective in every situation so yeah i totally understand what you're saying but 
That's how Lauren and Rosa became friends because of Actually, me. Actually, um, we were in drill team oh together. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. So me and Rosa I didn't were even close. <laughs> that when I was younger, I was definitely like y'all were dancers. I was, yeah, yeah. I was. I was. The We've dancer. danced our whole lives. Yeah, since I was five. Well, you have. I, I started had the when conflict I was fifth of of soccer and and dance, and then my teacher was like, "If you were ever even here at uh, ballet recitals." Dang. Damn. You were at your wow. soccer, and I was like, "I'm five right now." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You gotta make this life decision Dude, right she, now. You have to. Yeah, no, yeah, you do have to <laughs> with ballet. That I totally funny. forgot. Yeah, wow. we were in drill together. Okay, yeah. and y'all had like photos together, yeah. so y'all were just also, friends too. I'm just, and I just jogged back to like that time, Star Steppers, and then that era of my life, and being a 50 year old woman. And I, <laughs> dressed like a 50 year old woman <laughs> but that's my mom's fault because she, she was a 50 yeah. year old woman so she just and so like a mini <laughs> mini her yes mini. man i didn't get cool clothes dude i did like, not either i thought well, it was cool oh yeah no, i did we no. got I rebelled. Cool clothes. I, rebelled. I literally got dressed in like the smallest size of like the women's clothing <laughs> <laughs> like the petite like petite, petite women's or like the misses because it was like not the women's but it was like miss so it was like looked a little younger but like my mom stressed me like a fucking old woman dude uh, and that's why i am section. the way i am now yeah so if i look like a slut that's <laughs> she never me got breaking you. out Rosa's finally no, rebelled because when we were in middle school okay when sam was going through her emo phase i was too but i was just two years younger so it's like a little t- tiny emo baby <laughs> literally <laughs> um and we had punk phases too so we yeah. would wear like that kind of we would wear like punk attire and emo attire Chop and my, my mom off. was like i just much rather you guys wear it now so when you're 40 you're not trying to wear that <laughs> skirt <laughs> And now it makes me think of Rose. <laughs> she doesn't dress like that, but no, yeah. what you just said made me think of. So you're not mom. like the 50 year old woman who's like a rock star without, yeah. being, without a guitar. Like I my felt, dad said. dude, but it was like <laughs> mad because you wanted to rebel. Yeah, man. Dude, I rebelled hard. And like core. on the I was inside, a I was like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like this problem. Like, yeah, on the inside, I was like emo and yes, like had that. Because you then knew I, everything. On the outside, I was dressed in like the latest fashions from Macy's like, <laughs> catalog. catalog. From Liz Claiborne. Yeah. I literally wore Liz like Liz Claiborne. Claiborne. Petite collection. When I was like in the eighth grade. Because my mom was like, this is what I'm you're dying. wearing. This is where I'm taking you shopping. Liz I thought I was, like, hitting a peak when I got those fucking patch jeans <laughs> from JCPenney. And I was like, Mom, I want order these, please, for me. <laughs> I want to be cool. So <laughs> Going through the catalog, like, oh, that's so fucking please, great. Mom. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it's funny. When I wore them on a band trip. Someone told me they looked Stress. cool. You were the <laughs> most fifty-year-old mom. You were the most fashionable girl on that band trip. <laughs> Why were we nerds? Hey, I Man. was in band for a year. I well, played I trumpet. Was in band for like too cool. Five years. Yeah, that was a bunch of my grade joined like. All, like all of us joined one year and then the next year we were like no thanks yeah that's no. pretty much how it happened was like your first year yeah. a bunch of people joined because they were like yeah band oh, learn an and then like i everyone left and then everyone's like learning <laughs> instruments for fucking idiots <laughs> like how stupid is that? 
so dumb. I was a, I think I've said it before. Like the people I grew up with, we like everyone hung Mm -hmm. out with each other. Yeah. So when one person did it, everyone did it. That year was banned. (laughs) It's so funny though, because you bring up like not rebelling. Like even though I was sent to, we were sent to Catholic private school and like surrounded by white people and like uh, being told like you need Mm -hmm. to act a certain way by our family. I rebelled so hardcore, and I just realized, like, that's probably why. Yeah. I was... I literally yeah. chopped my hair off in sixth grade. I was around. And I wanted to be, like, punk rock gothic, and I was so cool, and I went to Hot Topic and chopped my hair off and got thick rimmed glasses. Yeah. And I'm listened jealous. to screaming music. <sighs> so jealous. Because <laughs> y'all got to do those things. sixth grade. I just, like, wanted to do those things so, I was so in bad. Fourth. And it's funny, because Rosa did know all the songs, and, like, but I was, like... I'm going to live it for the both of us. Yeah, you basically <laughs> I'm going to go to the show. I was I'm such gonna... a, like, goody-two-shoe, afraid to get in trouble. Yeah, you, you were. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, I was like, <laughs> rebelling. <"I'm> trouble. <laughs> Here comes trouble. I don't, I don't know, but know. I feel like this is a really good about me. <laughs> it is. They're getting everything. They really are, I feel are, like though. they're learning so much yes, right now. Yes, definitely. That's the whole point of I this mean, episode. I mean, people can probably relate to... Having that. to wear Liz Claiborne. I- <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There's somebody out there who Y'all can relate man. to that, and there's somebody out there who can relate to trying to rebel, but really just wearing Hot Topic. In yeah, a just going to Hot Topic and that was looking at people being scared to go to Hot Topic and be like, wow, what posers. And then walking in. My parents just yeah. didn't understand. Uh, yeah. Old. Just kidding. Oh, God. The there's just so crazy. much more to say about us, but I'm just glad that we found each other, mm-hmm. even though me and Lauren were. Dustin. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Me either. I'm just glad we started this podcast. I'm still friends with Rosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad me and Lauren get along enough to want to sit here an extra five hours <laughs> to record mm-hmm. and edit stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just really hope that y'all enjoyed this getting to know us and of course you're gonna get to know us even more throughout mm-hmm. this next year of the podcast yes. it's february 4th <coughs> 2020 where are you we were bought by a podcasting company or we have sponsors Airwolf. we're recording in a studio i'm doing a sponsor bit right now mm-hmm. and we just dropped a new line of merch okay and That's we've been contacted to do some type of show or, like, be a guest on a show. Oh. And we're making moves and we're making changes and we're out here politically and socially mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Yes. In a, in a studio, even if it's, like, house studio. House studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More growth. Yeah, and definitely the merch. Like yes. We, we have some ideas, so, shit. like, I feel like that's definitely going to Oh, happen. it's happening. Oh, so. it's happening. It's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> Um, well, I see the same things for us. I don't know. I think I just really think we are going somewhere. I think so, too. And I can't wait to see where we are in yeah. a year from now in 2020. That's so weird to say. That's 2020. really weird. It's like 2020 is going to be an amazing year. Yeah, this year is going to be an amazing year. I know, but I feel like 2020, 2020 is it. Like It could wow. be this year, too. Wow. I mean, 2020 maybe is when we're like, wow. 2020, we're like on the top 25 playlists of Apple Podcasts. Yes. <sighs> My mind's blown. And our whole point of this podcast was just to make a space for ourselves, put ourselves out there, mm-hmm. challenge ourselves, um, 
make a space where we could talk about all the random shit we love sports music 70s music 80s pop culture 90s pop culture stuff that's going on now um putting out our political views standing up for what we believe in i feel like only us three could do it in this most wild ass way <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that we're just doing it however the fuck we want to do it because it's our show and we can do that. Yeah, if I want to talk about aliens, I fucking can talk about yeah. aliens. Yeah, if we want to talk about sports for 20, <gasps> 30 minutes, 2020, first podcast to interview an alien. <laughs> is it going to be an energy though? Or is it- <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait and see. <laughs> but yeah, I just really love that about this is we can just talk about whatever we want and people are relating to it like i didn't think people could relate to three Mm -hmm. mexican girls who went to private school who have a very specific upbringing talking about sports and Mm -hmm. then talking about politics and then and then ariana's tattoo and then talking about ariana and then talking about rihanna and then talking about yeah and then talking about 311 yeah it's just i love how authentic we are to ourselves Mm -hmm. and to what we like and we don't give a fuck and we just do what we want to do yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe and that's the two. And that's the two. <laughs> and that's the cheese <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. Um. But yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for sure. Thank you for this past year. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for sticking around. Um. Stay on this bandwagon because we're going somewhere and we want to take y'all with us. Mm-hmm. Be a bandwagoner, man. Be a bandwagoner. Hit us up. We're always like trying to. Want to know what y'all want to hear from mm-hmm. us? Uh, what you want to see from us? Let's make this community. Like I love when podcasts have like Patreons and they have mm-hmm. like message boards and stuff. Like let's make that happen here. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's and create also, the community we want. Like we love mini episodes. So even if you want us to tackle a subject on its own, like, like yeah. ninety day fiance. Yeah, like ninety day fiance. <laughs> like or, I'm, yeah, volunteering that one. <laughs> you know, like. 90 Day Fiancé and uh, 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> and, you know, 90 Day Fiancé. And, and 90 Day Fiancé. And um, before the 90 Days. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and after happily the ever 90 after. Days. And yeah. after the 90 Days, happily ever after. <laughs> We're here for that. I'm so here to start random-ass episodes, but I think that's it for this long-ass, mm, random-ass <laughs> corner about us corner. 100% reason to remember the name. Oh my god. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed our one year celebration moment. Okay, just us talking about ourselves because <laughs> okay, we're so cool. Um, no, I just really, again, thank you for going on this journey with us mm-hmm. and. Come in on this journey at any time. Yes. You don't have to be there from day one. We appreciate the day ones. Mm-hmm. But jump on in at any time you want. Doors are always open. Whoa. Um, and mm-hmm. you can follow us on all socials. We're constantly updating, mm-hmm. making edits, making whatever we want. At Spill the Cheese on everything. If you want to contact us directly. Yeah, you can email us at spillthecheesement at gmail.com. Also, you can visit our website, spillthecheesement.com. It has all the information you need, honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where you need to honey list tea. under your name that you are a pop culture history book. Yeah. There you go. <gasps> Beach. <laughs> Sorry, um, starting. And you can follow all of our individual accounts because we just talked about ourselves for five hours. <laughs> I'm at Sam Bam Boom. The O's are zeros in Boom. I'm at Lauren Baby Sus. B. 
B-B-Y-S-U-S. I know. <laughs> I was like, you're forgetting something. <laughs> I'm at Rosa La Famosa. Yeah, we're good follows, y'all. Yeah, we are. Also, get on that social media. Wish Rosa La Famosa <laughs> a happy birthday. <gasps> yeah. Happy the big birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday. birthday to you. Oh, I guess today yeah. is my birthday. Happy birthday. Dude, so weird. I can't believe we're 28. I... Okay, but odd. Okay, but <laughs> we're turning twenty eight. But I also still feel like wow, I'm so far from thirty for some reason. Right? Ew, don't. 30? But for some reason, twenty seven felt like well, I'm so close to thirty. But now I feel like wow, I'm so far from thirty. Because you're like denying. Maybe yourself. I just like feel like I'm feeling younger somehow. It's Ooh, like you're reborn. Reverse. I feel reborn. Yeah, I think is what Benjamin it is. Benjamin Button type shit. <laughs> I wish She's I could fucking here. Benjamin. Well, no. Wait, you could wish no. you could fuck Benjamin? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get my voice no. like this? Oh, I don't even want to say what I was saying. Um, no, matter. yeah. <laughs> new year, new you, bitch. Yeah, man. Who says we have to Literally get older? Literally new me. <laughs> I am remodeling my childhood home right now. Yeah. Well, it's being remodeled. Slash, I'm do- we're doing some of it. Wow, that's um, like a metaphor for your life. It really is. Oh my is. god, wow. I'm just there's so much shit going on. Rose is a right goddamn now. butterfly, y'all. I'm <laughs> a goddamn really peacock, in, man. <laughs> I was like a moth before, and I'm yeah. being reborn as a butterfly. And I'm here for it. I just like I said, we out here evolving, yeah. y'all. Evolve with us. Come along with us. Oh my god, us. I think I'm Let's gonna change my this. Twitter name to evolve. <laughs> <laughs> evolved butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you're into like remodel shit or you got some hookups like let me know because yeah. i need them nice. rosa's trying to like knock down walls she's like HGTV she's literally knocking down walls wow. while knocking down wow. walls. Quite yet, wow. but yeah 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 so much symbolism in your life that's so it's crazy. so meta this is yeah 28 life be has been bitch. so meta lately <laughs> and i'm here for it 28 is gonna be a good year for us Lauren, don't even say how old you are because I don't want to hear it. Mm, I feel. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Okay, let's stop. Hold on. <laughs> okay, but. Please remember to follow us. Grow with us. Most importantly, spill a cheese with us and tell Rose happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.